Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. We begin this hour with the latest diplomatic effort to end the conflict in Ukraine. The head of the United Nations was in Moscow today, meeting Russian President Vladimir Putin and his foreign minister, the UN chief's mission to try to bridge differences with Russia. Well, NPR's Charles Maines is there in Russia, in Moscow. Hey, Charles. Hey there. This is interesting, this, this visit, because as we know, there have not been a lot of diplomatic breakthroughs on Ukraine to celebrate of late. What exactly was the Secretary General hoping to achieve? Yeah, well, the Secretary General Antonio Guterres said it was simple. He'd come to Moscow as, quote, a messenger of peace. Let's listen in. My objective and my agenda is strictly linked to save lives and to reduce suffering. Now, Guterres seemed to have no illusions going in. He noted that the UN and his Russian hosts had very different views about what was happening in Ukraine, and he admitted his own previous calls for ceasefire had gone nowhere, so his focus again was on easing the suffering. He said this conflict was creating shockwaves not only in Ukraine and Russia, but throughout the world, causing rising food and energy prices. And he said the sooner this conflict ends, the better it will be for everybody. Yeah, on, on that focus that he's proclaiming there of, of reducing suffering, saving lives, was there any progress on humanitarian corridors in Ukraine, you know, trying to get civilians out of cities under siege and then the, the, they're not allowed to leave safely or they're safe only for a few hours? Any movement? Well, yeah, in a way. That's really his one big proposal. He said he wanted to allow the UN to take the lead in working with both sides to establish humanitarian corridors for civilians fleeing the fighting. Uh, it was a way, Guterres argued, to build trust that these offers were truly safe and not some you know, propaganda tool for either Russia or Ukraine. You know, he also singled out the humanitarian crisis in the city of Mariupol, where Ukrainian soldiers and civilians had been trapped in a Soviet-era steelworks factory by Russian forces, calling it a crisis within a crisis that demanded action. But, you know, Guterres also got into a remarkable back and forth at the televised portion of his meeting with uh, President Putin. You know, the two men were sitting in the Kremlin at the far ends of a giant white table. Uh, Some people might recognize it from recent visits that Putin has had with world leaders. And Guterres told Putin that the U.N. viewed Russia's actions against its neighbor as, quote, an invasion. Wait, really? He used the word invasion? How did that go down? Well, not well. As you might imagine, Putin challenged him on it. So Putin said he'd closely studied legal precedents for recognizing independent countries and defense treaties in Western Europe and said, you know, why can't Russia do the same in the Donbass? You know, there, of course, Russia has recognized and now come to the military aid of uh, these self-proclaimed Donbass republics. And so he really tried to provide legal cover for Russia's actions in Ukraine to the head of the UN live on Russian TV. Um, Now, he also repeated an argument that Russian officials have made often of late, and it's this, uh, that Russia wants a diplomatic solution to the conflict, but Ukraine hasn't been a reliable negotiating partner. And the reason, Moscow says, is that the West keeps giving Kiev increasingly heavy weapons and tells them to try and settle it on the battlefield. Which I guess brings me back to where we began, the Darth of diplomatic breakthroughs. Where, Where does diplomacy go from here? 
Well, we'll see if Guterres uh, makes any progress with his humanitarian corridor idea, first with Putin and then with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, with whom he meets later this week. Uh, The Ukrainians, I should add, uh, weren't too happy to come in second on that list. Uh, If Guterres is successful, it may go some way towards silencing critics who say he and the UN uh, have been largely missing amid this crisis in Ukraine so far. That is NPR's Charles Maines reporting in Moscow. Thank you. Thank you. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. This advertisement comes from our paid sponsor, Fundrise. High interest rates mean that real estate assets are available at a discount compared to previous valuations. The Fundrise flagship fund plans to expand its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. Add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio at fundrise.com NPR. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the fund before investing. Read the prospectus at fundrise.com flagship. Is it possible to engineer our way out of the climate crisis? Some entrepreneurs want to shoot particles into the stratosphere to combat global warming. Experts say regulations on this technology aren't keeping up. The world of solar geoengineering on the latest episode of The Sunday Story from NPR's Up First podcast. 